tuning in um we're back i don't i don't remember when the last one was i'm not gonna lie about a month ago i think something like that um but yeah it's it's all fun and games here at the here at the time to talk headquarters yeah the Sooners Manor. <laughs> is that what we're gonna call it yeah um yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna say something before we start that a lot of people say at the start of these things um hi everyone Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Who says this, bollocks? Loads of people. Oh. Um, yeah, if you, if you like it, just, you know, give us a like and subscribe and share and all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we can, we'll do a giveaway or something. I'll make like a Time to Talk t-shirt and give it to someone. After we get a thousand. Yeah, when we get a thousand subscribers, then I'll do a giveaway. And it'll be really nice and really fun. A top. Or a hoodie. They can have a hoodie if they want. I I'll push the about out a little bit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were just talking about your massage? I was. I had a really good massage yesterday. And my back is in... Like, both. Am I going too hard? I was like, go harder. I don't care. Now, Lewis, let's talk about what's really, what really matters. Mm-hmm. The current cost of living. Yeah, boy. <sighs> it's actually mad. Like, it's actually crazy. Like, I went to get... My car filled up the other day. Yeah. And I looked at one place, I think it was like 169.2. And I was like, okay. Jesus. I was like, in comparison, it, yes, it's a lot, but it's not yeah. the worst. There have been some places I've seen where petrol's like 172 point something. It's and things 174, like that. why me, man? <sighs> Jesus Christ. I just, I, it's just insane. And it, it's so difficult. Like, I've seen so many different people that are like, you know, I... I have a full-time job. I work really hard for my money. I work really hard for everything that I do. And I still can't afford to both heat my house and feed my children. Well, let's be honest. The main reason for these cost increases is because of Russia. Because we get most of our natural gas from Russia. Russia invaded Ukraine. One of the reasons. Ukraine has the second highest concentration of natural gas other than Russia. Mm-hmm. So put two and two together. Exactly. The thing is, even though we say we're not buying it from Russia anymore, we're buying it from someone who's getting it from Russia. Yeah. So we're paying a surcharge. Yeah. It but is really difficult. When you think about when you talk about gas and electricity and stuff, this windfall tax. Mm. So, as you notice, before the windfall tax, every price, the, the price for the petrol was like £1.56. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. As soon as they got hit with the 25% tax, it suddenly went up to £1.72. Yeah. And if you compare it from this time last year, um, everything is approximately 9% more. That's mad. The cost of living, has, so basically what is increased by 9%, your wage has not increased by yeah. 9%. Because if they increase your wage to the minimum of 9%, recession would happen. Yeah. So instead of causing recession, they're getting rid of all these schemes where you can like, buy houses and stuff and interest rates are going up with the idea of you putting more money in the bank. Right. Because if there's more money in the bank, they can, um, the way it works, it's like if you're not spending money on goods and services, it's keeping the money in the economy and in, in the banks. But if mm. you're buying things like Amazon and shit, the money's leaving the economy. Yeah. So they're trying to force everyone to put money in the banks. So you don't go wasting all your money. It's just like, I mean, I've seen I've seen something recently that um, apparently every household is going to get 
£400, is it? And then I think families who claim benefits will get 650 I believe they're the figures. I could be wrong. And obviously someone fact-check me if, yeah. if they need to. But I think that's what's happening. Um, and obviously I think that's good. But I think by the time you've then paid for everything, so your bills and your food and this and the other, that £400 isn't going to be able to stretch that far. I'm not going to lie to you. I think... Well, I think this is one issue. Everyone who's self-employed took the piss out of the, the working scheme. Fair play to you. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Well, you've kind of fucked everyone at the same time. Oh, it's just... It's a, it, people realise now that there's no benefit to working anymore. Yeah. Like, you can go on the council and you get a house. You get money every week. So what? What's the, where's the motivation now to work? Like, put it this way. Say if you go for a flat that costs 40, 50 quid. Yeah. The government would cover six hundred pound rent, and then you just pay for the rest. Well, then why the fuck would you want to go out and work? Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So it's, it basically it's a, it's a really difficult situation to like think about because as you're rightfully saying, like I understand from the point of view of like where we get our imports from. I understand why it's happened, like completely. If we can't if we can't get it from a certain place without having that surcharge, it, it makes it harder and stuff like that. But I also look at it from the kind of, I guess, more human point of view. And I'm a bit like, it's just really difficult to be able to rationalise th- th- this kind of increase and stuff. And I know that MPs are, I think, meeting next oh, week. they're fucking shit up. How was... Is there... I, I, I don't know, you know law, politics enough, but surely there must be like a clause where the... the the, the nation can have a vote to get him kicked out or something. Surely, to well, Christ. I've seen things floating around, and whether this is actually going to happen or not is a different thing, but I've seen things floating around that are like, apparently they want to do a no-confidence vote or something on Boris Johnson. I think that's the only way that he'd be able to, like, get out. Get sacked. If they all voted that he's, like, they've got no confidence in him. That's, I think, what happened with Theresa May. She didn't get voted out because of no confidence, but people put up a no-confidence vote against her, and then I think more people voted in her favour. Okay. And then over time she resigned. So I think, again, if it's they do, like, a no-confidence vote, but more people vote against Boris, then... I'm with you now. I'm then I think it's now. kind of like, then he'll be out. But then... Who's taken over? Well, this is the thing. You know, Boris can leave, but then it's like, you've got to think about the other contenders. Well, um, Rishi Sunak and he and his bird, they could go fuck off, especially her. But so, also, I think, I think Dominic Raab is actually Deputy Prime Minister. Who's he now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the thing is, that, that, this is what annoys me the most. That it's been proven, they all broke their own COVID with lockdown yeah. fucking laws. Okay, you had mass suicides, you had mass like, people dying in care homes, etc. Mm-hmm. Hospices, because families couldn't go see the dying... Mothers, brothers, sisters, anything, just name it. Couldn't go see them. Yeah. Oh, he was spewing to everyone that they have to stay have indoors, to follow by, like, stay follow safe, you know, wear a mask, all this bullshit. And you know, for a fact, they were all in the Downing Street, on gear. Laughing at us? Yeah. Making mockeries of us, and I just, well, I think it's disgusting. Like, I know it sounds bad, but do you remember, I, well, I think it was like episode 10 or something, we spoke about COVID, and I said this bullshit. Yeah. And I, I gave you evidence, you're like, oh, well, you know, the government are saying do this, do that. Yeah. I'm paid to say I told you so. <laughs> but, like, you put it this way, say, beginning of the year, you have to have your double vaccine, your triple vaccine, your quadruple vaccine to go abroad. Mm. 
Every single country is now saying, yeah, don't worry about it, just do whatever you want to do. In all fairness, you are right, because I went to Italy not long ago. Well, it was a month ago now, I think. Yeah? Yeah. So I went there, and obviously, so I've got all my jabs, and I had, like, the COVID pass on my phone and stuff, because I'd read it beforehand, it was like, you're going to need your COVID pass, they'll probably need to check it at some point. Yes. So I had my COVID pass for all three jabs, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get checked at Gatwick Airport. I didn't get checked on the plane. When I got to Naples, I didn't get checked there. And I was kind of thinking like, hmm. you know, as you rightfully say, it's, it's like, what's the point in getting all these vaccines if we're not actually going to be checked? And a lot of people that I've asked, don't get me wrong, some people have been checked. But a lot of people that have been on holidays, I've checked with them and I've said, oh, were you, was your thing checked? Nothing at all. And it's just, you know, I, I get, I understand the reasons why I got the vaccine because... I thought, okay, you know, it's going to, in the long run, help out and stuff like that. And I honestly thought they were going to be a lot stricter on, if you don't get a vaccine, you can't go abroad. For me, it was like, I want to go abroad. Yeah, I want to go on holiday. So I was like, if I'm helping out, like, with, with the economy, and also have the ability to go abroad, I'm going to get these jabs. But now, looking at it, okay, yes, it's helped the economy somewhat, but... It hasn't affected the whole game. Well, it hasn't helped the economy though because they wasted billions on PPE. They get gave away contracts to their friends. They fucking they bought billions of pounds of worth of Pfizer vaccines, etc. And it just seems like it was money wasted. But I think a lot of, especially in the last two years and ongoing, they've done that a lot. We've wasted money on loads of different things. But, do you remember when before, I swear I mentioned before? Corbyn said there's a money tree. Remember. Even the thing is, and I thought he was chatting shit as well. You remember he said... Well, I remember Theresa May said something about there isn't some magic money tree or something like that. And Corbyn was like, yes, there is. Yeah. Looking back now, if Corbyn did get into power, I think he would... It probably would have been the same kind of outcome, but I reckon we would have got out Covid quicker. But it just proves to you that there is a money tree when you actually want to do something. Because how the fuck could could Rishi... What's his name? Rishi Sunak? Rishi Sunak, yeah. Managed to... Maintain every single family near enough during a recession when no one was working doing fuck all, mm. yet also spend billions, billions of pounds on bullshit and vaccines. So clearly, there was actually a money tree. Well, I think I think the thing is, it's like there's a money tree when, if and when they need it. Yeah. There's not a money tree for us common folk, no. but if and when the MPs need it, all of a sudden there's this money tree. They can get as much as they need. Blah 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 blah. You know what annoys me the most though? It's like me, you, everyone listens to this podcast, everyone that doesn't listen to the podcast, we all probably have to pay some kind of tax mm. in relation to like council tax. Yeah, yeah. Be a property and shit. If every single person stopped paying for that, things would get done. Because yeah. that pays for your police, your firemen, your, all that bollocks. And also your MPs, etc. So if everyone stops paying that, Genuinely, they can't take everyone to court and they can't find everyone. You know what I'm saying? I saw something the other day speaking about council tax. I saw a TikTok and it was this guy that was interviewing different people, being like, Oh, you know, the Jubilee's coming up. Because I think people have been camping out like for the Jubilee since like Monday, right? And one person, so they were asked about the Queen and stuff, and people were like, Oh, she's amazing, this, that, and the other. And one person was like, I'd pay double council tax for her. She used taxpayers' money to fund her Nazi son's habit. Yeah, this is the thing. And that's why I don't get... This is, when you watch the Jimmy Savile documentary, you see it's with fucking Prince Andrew. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Prince Andrew's been announced since early days. I think it's really difficult because, like, I, I, I kind of... I look at it very, very kind of, like, openly and stuff. Yeah. There are so many people... 
that I know that are very patriotic and obviously there's a history we've had kings and queens. How, the thing is, how can you be patriotic when? Like, generally, but, the country is a shit house, you just fuck all. But I think it's because of how people have been raised. If you've been raised a certain way, like if your grandparents, great-grandparents have been really patriotic and they've taught that kind of through the generations, then you've kind of learnt, oh, I need to be patriotic. But if you've kind of been taught, okay, yeah, the Queen's there and the royal family are there and everything, but actually you don't need to worship them or kiss their feet, things like that, then you're going to kind of grow up like that. I, I think there are a lot of people that maybe have been taught from a young age, Yeah, this is the Queen, she's the monarch of this country, you need to show well, her absolute respect. The thing is, with the, you know, when you have a, like a, a discussion with someone in regards to the Queen and the Royal Family, they're like, well, they're bringing so much money in regards... <sighs> The French monarchy bringing more money to France than the Queen does to England as she's currently alive. And you know the fucking song, God Save My Gracious Queen? Yeah. When that fucking dies and the fucking king... They change the lyrics? God Save My Gracious King? Who the fuck wants to sing that? She's even worse than Queen. Oh, just... They waste the money. I think what, what could... And I'm not saying it will, but I think what could happen is... Obviously, Charles and Camilla are next kind of... in Charles is next in line to the throne. Yeah. Um, so he'll be the king next. And I think we've all found out that Camilla's going to be queen consort. Great. Um, so that's basically like, she can call herself the queen, essentially. Once he passes away. No, no, no. Once he's in power, once he's the king, um, I believe. Again, fact check me if I'm wrong. But things don't they all shake their cousins and that? Like, did you oh. hear that story that the, uh, the queen had like two cousins that had, they put in like a mental asylum because they were all in Britain? Like. I saw it. I didn't read. Really I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, um, but I think. What what could happen is by the time it gets to William and Kate, I feel like they they seem like the the royals that want to try and be the most normal. Like they want to kind of integrate themselves into society somewhat, not completely. The fuck are you? No, but I think because William is kind of second in line succession, he does have a lot of royal duties to kind of attend to and stuff. But I think in, okay, in general, what he wants they, to kind of be a bit What do they do, yeah, apart from going to India, like South, South Africa and fucking Jamaica? <laughs> Other than that, what do they do? The point that I was trying to make was like that if anyone was to abolish the monarchy, it would be when William and Kate are in power. I think they themselves would be like, okay, maybe we're not that necessary if anyone's going to abolish it, because Charles and Camilla have waited too long, they are not going to say, get rid of the monarchy. Charles wants to be king for at least a fucking year, you know? He's waited too long. Yeah. Camilla is not going to let him abolish the monarchy yet. Um, <laughs> but I think if anyone were to do it, it would be William and Kate. Do you think that the general population would ever fucking get a pair of bollocks and... You know how like France actually gets off the arse and has a good protest? Well, even mm. protest, I mean, like, some people dying. There's fires and shit. Yeah. I know I'm not advocating it, but I do think something, some sort needs to be done, not in relation to the Queen, but the government. I think if anyone were to protest, it would be our generation. The older people aren't, because they're too fixated on, you know, traditional values, all that kind of shit. Bollocks, yeah. If anyone were to protest, it'd be our generation. And I think something, I mean, I, I say something significant. I know a lot of significant things have happened, but I think there needs to be something like really, really, really significant before anyone protests. And also they're putting that new bill now, haven't they, where it's like, even in a peaceful protest, we can still be arrested. Yeah, but they did that again. So it's proven that, you know, the people that used to sit in front of trucks and shit, mm -hmm. and you know, they weren't- Oh, the Internet Britain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were paid actors by the government. Oh, Jesus. So they forced a new law in to stop people like me and yourself saying like, you know, Black Lives Matter stuff. Yeah. That would be against the yeah. law now. 
Which and that's the thing. So shit. that was a that was a good protest in terms of there wasn't any riots, there wasn't any violence. There was that one guy showing. Let's go to the police station, smash it up. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think as a whole it was very peaceful, and yes. I would do something like that again because it wasn't an environment where I felt unsafe. But I think if it was a protest where people are like, you know, really really violent and stuff, I don't think I would fully immerse myself in that. I'd still talk about it and I'd still kind of say, you know, I agree or disagree with X, Y, and Z. But I don't think a protest like that, when it comes to like violence, I would get involved with. I just think that it's gone to a point now where I think with social media and the internet, old like, like old MPs, the president, or like Biden, for example, mm. people who are currently in power and stuff, they're so out of touch with the co- common commoner, for example. Yeah, like a normal, like normal person. And I, I can only see it getting worse un- unless there is some sort of revolt. Because at the end of the day, we have the, all the power. Mm. Like, I, do you know what annoys me? Say, say for example, say we are bills of kings, he's mostly fucking constituency. Just like say, say there's like fifty thousand people here. Yeah. One person has a say in Parliament for us. Well, how, that's not very fair, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I agree with your point about, you know, people in power are really kind of out of touch. I think the only person in power that I think is slightly more in touch is Jacinta, Jacintha, I think, Ardern, yeah. um, who is New Zealand's president. I think she looks kind of more on a linear level. And she looked like, she was good at the start of COVID, I'll give her that. Sure. And, you know, there were a lot of things that she was saying that was like, as a politician, I'd think this, but as a mother or as uh, a normal human being, I would think this. And I think it's always important to look at situations like that. You can look at, obviously, you know, people like Boris Johnson, he is the prime minister. So he has to look at things in terms of, I'm the prime minister. But I just wish that MPs and things like that, and people in power, as you say, yeah. would look at situations more like, well, actually, I'm a human being first, and if I was in that person's situation, how would I feel? You know what the problem is now, with, with today's day and age? Politicians aren't politicians anymore, it's corporations, like, you got your, yeah. your big money, like, like ridiculous money. That's mm-hmm. how, like, America runs. Like, it doesn't really... Yeah. You could be, say, for example, you run for president somehow, and you could be basically the, the next Barack Obama... And you'll, you'll say, I'm going to change everything. But then if the, and say the, the National Guns Association gives you $20 billion just to keep the, allow anyone to have a gun, you're going to do it, because it's fucking $20 million, so it's fucking all bullshit. But also, you can say, oh, I'm going to get this and this and this done. But the amount, like the term, the term time, as we call it, they have, you know, in, like, you know, oh, so you can years. run for a certain term or whatever, you know, four years or whatever. Um, Realistically, is it going to get done at that time? Let's say, you know, for for hypothetics, whatever, um, that Labour was going to power next. Yeah. yeah, and they said we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna fix the cost of living crisis. Blah 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 blah. Okay, that's fine. But you've only got I think it's five years here, isn't it? Four or five years. Four or five years. Yeah. 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 Um, realistically, within that time frame, are you going to get every single thing that you want to achieve done? No. Because, and then if it were to go back to a Conservative government, they're just going to push back on everything that Labour have said. And it's just like, it's all well and good having these ideas and stuff, but unless you know you have the right time frame and can implement them within a certain time frame, it's really difficult. Yeah, that, I think that's what they do though. Like you just, like you just said, they have a term time to four or five years. So they mention something, say like, oh, we're going to increase the living wage, for yeah. example. 
And then when it comes to like the three years or say, and, and the four years that's about to leave, they'll start mentioning it again. So yeah. we'll push you for it so they get another four years. But then they still won't do it. Yeah. So that's the thing. I think manifestos are kind of like, oh, look at what I can do. This is what I can do. And, well, yeah, it's all great, but I'm not actually going to do it. That's the thing though. So say like Boris's manifesto says he wouldn't increase the national income or any tax and stuff. He's done that. And then also remember the um, Brexit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have lied to the nation, surely that there should be like another revote or something. And I can guarantee you, if the Brexit thing, because you know it's like fifty-one, forty-nine percent. Yeah, it's really, really close. Like if you'd done that again, once you found out that the NHS weren't going to get all the money you promised it, oh, yeah. that would have been it's like seventy, thirty staying. So, yeah, and I think as well, like I think people can now, as you say, look at it and go, "Oh, actually, we were bamboozled. I voted this because of you know what we were promised." But as you rightfully say, it's like, actually, I wasn't, none of this actually happened. You lied to us, so yeah. a revo. We don't trust you, blah, blah, blah. And you rightfully, as you rightfully say, you know, if there was a revo, I do think that the Remain campaign would get a higher number of votes because a lot less people are going to be bamboozled, a lot more people have opened their eyes and understand, actually, really, that ain't going to happen. Because the, the, the average Englishman, Welshman, Scottish woman, man, whoever, they they love the NHS as much as anyone else because mm. the NHS is literally the best thing that's free it's healthcare. So helpful. Like you, you might pay what eight pounds to go fucking get some penicillin. Yeah. You think fuck me? Yes, you've got to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. You've got to get checked. Away. That's the thing. You know, you haven't had to pay to go and have that consultation with a doctor. You haven't had to pay to sit in A and E. You haven't had to pay to call out an ambulance, things like that. As you say, yeah, it's a bit annoying when you have to like pay for a prescription. Okay. But I would much rather have to pay for prescriptions every now and then. Yeah. Rather than every time I go and see a doctor for anything. It could be, I've got a cough. And, oh, it's nothing. Okay, that's cost you a whack. Like, imagine, all your, imagine getting a car crash or getting stabbed or something random. And you're like, don't call an ambulance for me. Yeah. I can't afford 70 grand for the call. That's the thing. No. I just think it's, it's so dangerous. And, you know, so I can definitely see if, if, if they're saying we're going to put so much money into the NHS. Yeah. I can see why people were like, yeah, let's do it. If that's what's really going to happen, let's do it. You know, I just think it's... It's a sticky situation, really. Yeah. Life is just... It's life, crazy. Life is shit and then you die, basically. No, eat shit, die. That is true, <laughs> isn't it? Um, anything else you want to say? Um... Yeah, I guess I, I think we're done here then. Um... Well, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Let us know if you agree or disagree with any of our points. Um, And, yeah, please come back for more. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.